Hello to all and welcome to the podcast, to the mat, wrestling real talk. It's the podcast that's all about wrestling and what's happening in wrestling. No reviews of shows, unless it's a really important one. Maybe a few reviews of matches here and there. But it's all about the crazy world of wrestling. And I'm your host, Leroy, and thank you so much for joining us. And thank you for all the support and the continuous so there is some crazy, crazy things to talk about in wrestling this week, of course. Like always. If nothing else, the stuff behind the behind the curtain and behind the scenes will always entertain you if the matches do not, of course. Just taking a little sip of the coffee there. Throat's still a little messed up. Still a little bit with the weather. A little bad, so everything is good. So, thank you guys so much for joining us, like I said. Now, I forgot completely to do this last week. So, I was going to end the show this week. But, I decided to start the phone this, this the show this week. Being that we forgot this last week. A very important thing. So, I'd like to take a minute out to say our condolences and everything for the great Don West. If you got one of those brown bag specials from TNA with all the DVDs and t-shirts inside, you know the man Don West. But it was a lot more he did than just that. He did a great commentating, great segments. He grabbed it with enthusiasm. And I didn't even know until recently that he was hosting a home network channel before wrestling. And they thought he had a great personality and great voice, so they brought him on. So, definitely a really good find and really good idea to do so. Because Don was a great guy, man. He was really good, enthusiastic, like I said. Um, if, like, if you got the brown bag special, you got the little TNA brown um, sling bag kind of it was a backpack one of those sling backpacks you know just one compartment with some string on it and then there was uh you get dvds and a shirt you put your size and you get the surprise shirt and don always advertised those on the website so of course it was great he was don was born june 20th oh, pretty close to my birthday there um the 22nd um and he was 1963, and he passed on December 30th, 2022. So, just wanted to give our condolences to the family and to everybody that performed and did stuff with Don. A great, great guy, of course. A real innovator and just a great voice in wrestling. He was a really entertaining guy. You know, back when, um, I think that was... When Don was there was one of the best periods of TNA, if you would. I didn't like the whole Hulk Hogan era and stuff like that. I was more along the lines of the before when the Samoa Joes and the AJ Styles and all those guys were there. When they all came over from Ring of Honor. So, a very special thanks to our guy Don West. You will definitely 100% be missed, my friend. So, 
with that, we go on to our next story, which everybody is talking about. And that is the sale of WWE. Now, nobody knows for sure. We've heard this, that, and the third about it. We do know but oh, Vinnie Mac is back. We spoke about that already, but Vinnie Mac is back. Mr. Vince McMahon, Vincent Kennedy McMahon. So, never, uh, he never sold his stock in the company, which therefore allowed him to come back. So, professional wrestling known as the outlandish, dramatic storyline that has captivated generations. Is an athletic soap opera built on emotions and drama with wrestling sometimes chimed in. For WWE, yes, that is the case. But um, that's, that's why I kind of lean towards the AEW more so because I, I don't know. I just <laughs> I like the wrestling aspect of it. I like the matches. WWE got too soap opera for me. I I was watching actually watching um AEW this morning because I always watch it in the morning. I watch the replays, but um. I was looking at AEW and I was like, you know, it's a short show, so it's a little bit like, you know, boom, and it's in your face, and it's a short show. I feel like it needs to be a little bit longer, I guess you would say, because it's just too short. I don't like the shortness of the um the show. A lot of good matches and stuff like that. I think the backstage segments are getting better. But like I said, I'm more towards the wrestling aspect of wrestling. <laughs> That's pretty funny that we're saying that wrestling aspect of wrestling. Because, you know, it's supposed to be a wrestling show. And here we are happy that we got wrestling because we usually don't get it. But anyway, it is a real life. So far to say, the longtime force behind WWE and corporate and creative levels made a shocking return to the company January 10th, nearly six months after announcing his retirement. McMahon was alleged to have used the company funds to pay millions to multi multiple women in order to cover up um, infidelity and allegations of sexual misconduct. I thought there was rape in there, too. That's considered sexual misconduct, I guess. <laughs> but over... <laughs> I mean, hey... But over a series of just a few days last week, McMahon injected his return to the company, the board of directors, by reshaping it, by forcing out some members, replacing them with his own allies, and using that new replacement and using that new boardroom power to install himself in his old job as executive chairman. His own daughter, the heir of the apparent to the company who had appeared to groom to be taken over the job for years, resigned. A stunning and swift development have wrestling world reeling with rumors of sale burning up Twitter. People inside and out of the company wondering what it is means for the future of WWE and professional wrestling. How did we get here? In July, Vince McMahon... An ever-present force in WWE and professional wrestling. The man who... Um, updated tradition and honor of wrestling and many wrestling fans observed never thought would happen the longtime chairman and CEO of WWE and such as an interdict in intense um, micromanaged the, the um, 
everybody and decided to finally resign after being told it would be best for everybody in the company. Now, don't get me wrong. When the resignation did come, I do think... I mean, there's some buyer remorse on some of the people they bought back, I'm pretty sure. Not everybody's working out to the fullest way they wanted them to, I believe. Um, so far, Karrion Cross. <coughs> I hate to say because I really loved his character in, in TNA. Um... I don't know, he grew back the hair and just looked so different. It just like completely shocked the system and shocked his um, rise. And he's kind of been placated to the... I thought, you know, they kind of brought him back like he was going to go for the big one, going for the title and everything. And here he is mid-carding and fighting Man Mysterio, who's about to ready to retire. So, when Vince left, of course, Hunter Hearst Hemsley, Triple H... Uh, Paul Levesque, if you will. He took over and was doing stuff and, you know, bringing back people. Uh, whether these people will be gone again or not, I don't know. And also, when Triple H came into power, we saw Ricochet get a little bit of a rise there. And believe me, I don't have nothing against Ricochet. He's an amazing wrestler. Talking-wise, he just doesn't have that of the sense of talking. He doesn't have that part of it. And, um, you know, put him with a manager. This is where the manager comes in, like Scarlet with Karrion Cross. He needs a mouthpiece. He needs someone to convey. And Karrion Cross doesn't need as much as him. And he has, but of course, it's his wife. But um, he's the one that needs the manager more so, I believe. <clears throat> Sorry. Like I said, I'm still a little bit under the weather, still fighting off this. Whatever you want to call it. Um, respiratory infection, whatever. So, Excuse me. It's not as bad as the first week I got it. The voice is pretty much there for the most part. There's a little bit of cough in there and there. But anyway, as we get back. So, probably a little bit of buyer remorse on um, Carrie in there. Um, good old Johnny Gargano. Good old Johnny Same Face there. He's uh, someone that I think they're having a little buyer remorse on as well. They try to rain made him a little bit higher than the mid card he's just a mid card of people he's not an amazing wrestler he's definitely not a raisin performer that's for sure because there's a difference between wrestling and performing if you don't think so you haven't been watching the last few years my friend because there is a big difference between the two of the th of the things now the performing part is the talking on the mic the stick if you will if you're MJF person. Just something just fell in the background. So, on the talking end of it, coughing. I'm so coughing here. Anyway, on the talking end of it, Johnny Go Girl ain't it. That's for sure. Neither is Ricochet. But Ricochet more than makes up for it with his wrestling persona and skills. 100%. The man can put on major matches. So definitely someone that should be around. This whole Bray Wyatt thing. I don't know. I'm starting to think Vince was uh, in the right of getting rid of him. Because I'm like, gosh. That is a nightmare and a half there. That's for damn sure. Because I don't know if that guy's coming or going anymore. 
this is one weird ass uh, thing after another with him. I don't. <laughs> I'm really like baffled by him. I guess you could say because it is just freaking weird. Him. I I don't even know how to explain him. Like everybody's like, "Ooh, ah, it's so amazing." It's really not. Like the guy's talking in weird riddles and stuff. I mean. Don't get me wrong. I want to see the outcome. I want to see what happens in the end with the whole character, of course. Hopefully it gets better because, gosh, I hope it doesn't get any worse because that's pretty scary. But like I said, a little bit of buyer's remorse on some of these people that were brought back. Viking Raiders, pretty good. We haven't seen everything. Um, Bronson Reed. Um, I like him. I think he's really... An amazing wrestler, and they brought him back in the right way. Now, Brown Strongman, Strowman, whatever you want to call him. There's another Bryce remorse. That guy just looks like a train wreck in motion. I know his train thing is his, um, what do you call it? His move, per se. But he does a train wreck in motion. But that brings us to number one. Are they going to be there <clears throat> after good old Vinnie Mac is back or not? I don't know. I'm pretty sure that awaits to be seen. Now, as far as the sale, the stories and the craziness have gone rampant and off the wall. wall. One minute, you know, we're hearing that um, he will. You know, it's going to be sold to Saudi Arabia. It's going to be sold to Time Warner. Um, even what you call it through his uh, hat in the fray there. Mr. Um, Elon Musk there with his craziness. He threw his hat into the thing and said, oh, I'm going to buy it. But just like he bought freaking Twitter there. I don't know. Who the hell would want to go with that guy? He's a pretty odd fellow. I mean, don't get me wrong. He has done some. I, I'm like, if you listen to my other podcast, I'm not all for these uh, electric cars. There, I don't think it's quite perfected as of yet. But anyway, you know, this whole selling of wrestling, it was going to. I mean, that was the most part we were hurting. ABC, Fox, Disney, Amazon were in the running. Elon threw his hat in there, said that he was going to purchase it, or he did purchase it or something. There's been rampant and glorious um, stories of who bought it and who didn't buy it and who's in the running and who's not. It's been pretty odd and everything going in every direction which way. Oh, look at that. Vince McMahon has rehired executive who was released several weeks ago, so there you go. Even more now. He's bringing back even more people. Jeez. So the chairman of the board directors. Well, Nick Khan is running things as CEO. And Triple H oversees the creative. Man has made sources surround himself with the right people. When he returned to the company, he brought former CEO and President George Barrios. um, As well as Michael Wilson along with him to the board. McMahon returned to WWE as help facilitate potential sale and negotiations of upcoming TV rights. So, I mean, that kind of adds fuel to the fire that their TV deals are going 
under right now or or ending, I guess you would say. So, you know, of course, this is just going to add fuel to the fire because everybody's, oh, you know, he's selling it. And the deals are over. They're not going to renew their deals or they're going to re-sign their deals with the new companies that pay for it and whatever or buy it. Now, we've heard every, like I said, we've heard Saudi Arabia. Now, I just want to weigh in. Um, Everybody's going crazy over the identity of Uncle Howie. Oh, Stephanie Mann is going undergoing surgery after leaving. What? The former chairwoman and CEO of WBE noted on Twitter that she has had surgery done to fix her ankle by Dr. Waldruff. Andrews Sports Medicine, WWE, sends talent to Birmingham to have their, sur their surgery done there, including Cody Rhodes for the his tour in Peck and Rob and um. Robert Rude, when he was had spine and neck fusion surgery, McMahon wrote the following on Twitter that captioned, Busy week, thank you for to Dr. Waldrop and Andrew Sports Medicine and the Orthopedics Center staff for fixing my ankle and to Kevin Wilk, Champion Sports, for already getting me started on rehab and, of course, of an amazing creative team. So there you go. So she did... So I don't. That throws another monkey wrench into it, kind of too, because now we're wondering. This whole leaving was that because. She had the issue with the ankle, and she's going to be back. We don't know, but anyway, Saudi Arabia. Buying it. I don't know. Number one, I tell you one thing, for damn sure. If there's any snowball chance in hell. That CM Punk is coming back. A Saudi deal would definitely send him packing and not going there. This man is very outspoken. Very <clears throat> knowing and telling of how he feels about all this. And, you know, he he walked up with the women's right shirt on there. So this is not a man that's going to sit there. I'm pretty sure he's not going to go back to Saudi, go back there. Saudi Arabia is in the, in the mix. Or if there's any potential deal until everything is finalized and he knows he's not going to end up dealing with the Saudis. I'm pretty sure for that factor. As you all know, very women are considered very low on the totem pole over there. Um, a lot of people said that's why Stephanie resigned right away because that was one of the keys to saying that um, Saudi Arabia was in the running to buy them because Stephanie resigned and by doing so of course they stated that she resigned because that would you know they wouldn't be buying a company that had a woman as ceo so there's a lot of people out there pretty sure a lot of people that are back there now and a lot of people that are thinking and going back that it's kind of gonna change their mind a little so definitely Something to look forward to. Now, that was the beginning of the week. The whole Saudi thing. It was a done deal, blah, blah, blah. Then we, we had the Twitter about Elon Musk. It's a done deal. Elon Musk bought it, blah, 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 blah. We're probably going to get a million Twitters. And then when we finally find out who the heck bought it and who's going to be doing everything and who's going to be running it and the whole nine, we're probably not going to believe it because we've been 
fed so many false stories and um, different things. So it's going to take a lot to convince us now if it's a done deal or not. And if whoever is buying it is getting it. Now, towards the end of the week, there was another person thrown into that mix. And that was Kony Khan, the owner of AEW and Ring of Honor. Now, there are several people that are completely and utterly ecstatic that Tony and his dad, Shad Khan, would be purchasing another wrestling company and taking over. Now, I say to this day, of course, uh, the age I was, I didn't see much of the territory as per se, a little bit of it. I went to the local college and watched some NWA and... WCW and this and that, and I used to watch, um, what you call it, Stampede on TV and, you know, the different companies, ECW, stuff like that. Now, the territories, I wish was still around for many reasons. I, I mean, I know we're in the generation of the internet where, you know, not everything gets out there and... I mean, everything gets out there. I mean, not not everything, but everything gets out there. Everybody knows, you know, who dressed in green pants, who dressed in blue pants, and everything like that. So, the territories would be a little bit different, per se. I mean, we still kind of have a territory system, if you think about it, with everything with independence. But it's not <clears throat> as it's not like back in the day when we had Memphis and all of that. The independence is a little more different. A little more flips and flops and stuff like that. Not like the Polish show of AEW. Sometimes AEW. Sometimes AEW is a little bit outlaw and independent. But, you know, there was the territory system out there. When Vince Fitzman's father, you know, Vince Sr., was out there taking care of stuff. And he owned the New York territory and then... You know, there was little territories here and there in Florida and stuff like that. Now, like I said, I don't know everything and seeing all the big territories and all that. Because I came kind of towards the tail end of it. Like, my family watched wrestling. So, you know, I grew up on it, of course. But it was kind of towards the tail end of all the territories and all that mess and stuff. And like, if you think about it. Number one, it gave wrestlers an opportunity, managers, talent, uh, valet, all this stuff. It gave a lot of people opportunity to go around and, and just, you know, different places to hone their craft and do it. And I'm going someplace with this. But um, <clears throat> the territory days were over. Vince McMahon went, strong-armed everybody and took over. And he... Bought out all the little territories and went global with wrestling and went national and the whole nine. Global to the point where we're in Saudi Arabia and England and, and all. And, you know, we had um, NXT UK and all this. And it's, I think it kind of, it ruined it. It ruined it on the fact that there's not so many places or so many different places for a talent to go. Stretch their legs and be talent and do their thing. Uh, is definitely a loss 
for the industry and people out there because, you know, you don't get the same feeling. You don't get the same people. You don't get the same people able to run around and, like, hone their craft, like I said, and do their thing. Now, Khan, Tony Khan, don't get me wrong. You're doing a really good job for a company that's only three years old with AEW. Doing a good job. I'm not saying you're not. Is there some stumbles and stuff? Yes. Ring of Honor, we can't really say yet. Because they've only doing a... They, they, only do, they only had a few or done a few pay-per-views. They haven't really gone out there and do major shows and the whole nine and all that. That's not out there so far. So we can't really say, you know, that Tony has done a bad job, good job, or in between with Ring of Honor. Anybody who's never booked before or done wrestling before, not saying that I'm a master of it, but, or even saying I could do it, because I'd, I'd love to try. I don't know if I'd be good at it or not, but I'd love to try. Anyway, but, um, you know, we... There's going to be mistakes someone that hasn't booked before and goes out there. There will be mistakes. Anybody that tries anything brand new is going to be stumbles. There's going to be falls. There's going to be mistakes made. Of course, 100% there will be mistakes made. So definitely, definitely, you know, he's made mistakes, but he's made strides. And even with... Like, kids today, they, they, they're not into TV like we were when we were younger. We wanted to watch wrestling on TV. And then cable TV came in. We wanted to watch cable. That, in fact, brought Stampede and all these other companies there before everything was just taken over. And, you know, um, what you call his territory? Um, the Hearts territory up in Quebec. I don't remember the name of the territory. But anyway, all these territories were there. Cable TV brought us. All this and Japanese wrestling, everything, and it brought it to us, and it was amazing. Then the advent of pay per view came, and that brought us into it. And you know, we were able to see the tail end. If you're in my time of growing up, I guess you would say, you know, the 80s or whatever, but late 70s, early 80s. But um, you know, it was an odd and crazy time. And, you know, it, we got to see a lot of stuff. And we saw it all die. And now I just, it, it boggles my mind how crazy and just bizarre it's become so far the wrestling. And I think the cons buying this is totally the wrong step. Because this is another bunch of people. Family, per se, or people, whatever you want to say. Owning a com all the companies. They're going to monopolize wrestling. It needs to be two different people owning it. It needs to be two different people out there. Because guess what? Before AEW came around, we were banging our heads on the wall and saying, God damn, this is boring and this is garbage. Because it just wasn't going nowhere. And the storylines was crappy and... The wrestlers they were putting in there, you made you like, why? Like, to this day, everybody loves Liv Morgan. I just think she's a glorified stripper. The way she waltzes out there and stuff. She sucks. She's not a good wrestler. No one's saying anything about her looks. 
We're talking about her as a professional wrestler. Not her looks. So don't get it twisted. Anyway. I don't get hurt now, okay? But one family owning and monopolizing wrestling is really, really bad for the business. Bad for everything and bad for everybody, please. That's the last thing I want to see. I'm happy they got Ring of Honor. I mean, it was two companies, but they can kind of use that as a developmental kind of like an NXT, so that's fine. And hopefully he keeps up with the tradition. So far, he has the wrestlers that were there, so we can thank him for that part of it. But <clears throat> them buying WWE, I just, it's going to be bad, people. It's not going to be a good thing. It's not going to be like, oh my God, it's great, blah, blah, blah. They own all the wrestling. No, it's going to be really bad. It's not going to be something to rejoice, rejoice about or anything. I think really it needs to be another person, another entity buying it. Because this will in part make it something different. Something that, you know, people can sit back and enjoy. Because the competition will create better wrestling. The competition of two different companies going at it. Trying to be number one. Trying to have their show rated number one. Trying to have all the people going to see their pay-per-views. Is what makes this exciting. Competition makes everything exciting. If you wouldn't have a Super Bowl. If you didn't have all these teams playing to try to get into it. To win. It was one entity but it's different teams. And this is what wrestling needs to be. Different wrestling to try to get your ticket and get your eyes on it. That's what makes it exciting. Because that what creates a lot of good wrestling. A lot of competition creates the good wrestling. And creates everything. So, that is my ideas for this week. We only talk about kind of two topics. And again, Don West. Thank you for everything, my friend. Rest in peace. We, you will definitely be missed. So, thank you again. And now, the call of action. Please rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. You can find us find this podcast on Anchor, Spotify, Google, and wherever you find your wonderful podcasts like this one. I'm your host, Leroy, and thank you for listening. And please join us every week on Sunday. No particular time, but before the end of Sunday. For our podcast, we are on schedule and on time and running. So thank you so much. Everybody, like always, have a great, great day and a great, great week. Thank you.